I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Mike Kaino. <laughs> what was that? We're keeping that. No, we're keeping And I'm Matt Kaino. You know what? This is the, tr- this is the truth. <laughs> I was just thinking of this girl. We're just starting. Who was on um, a talk show. And she did all kinds of impersonations. And I was thinking about her doing all these impersonations. And you thought maybe you'd do an impersonation of yourself? No, I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, she totally like put her voice in this way and that way and that way and this way. Anyway. And anyway, so then when I said my name, I think somehow she jumped inside of me and it was like, I'm a Wow. Um, we're going back to the hive. Uh, for season to five of the Connor and it's Smith Show. It's me, All right, everybody. There has been no alcohol this consumed. Has, it's, I, it's, it's, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. It's, it's day. And we're here on the west end of South London. Uh, no, that's not true. We are in uh, South Arlington, we Virginia. Are, we're in South Arlington, Virginia. And we're going <laughs> to... Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. We are going to talk today to Lisa McChesney Kinlaw. Yes, Lisa. Okay, we're, we're gonna. Matthew, are you watching videos during our? I wanted to find the uh, TikTok. Okay, we're gonna. Oh my gosh, there's so much going on. We're gonna. We, we're we'll gonna be right take... back. Oh. Lisa, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Um, welcome. I am sitting here with my husband and co-host, Matt Connor. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, Matt. What's going on? <laughs> Lots. And also our producer, Ryan Dean Halbrook. Lisa. Hi, Hi Ryan. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. Where are you? I am in Raleigh, North Carolina. Why? <laughs> I've been here for, gosh, 16 years. Do you love it? Uh, yes, I do. We've made a good life here. Um, is that Raleigh, Durham? Like, is that across the river or something? Yeah, Durham is no, not far at all. Okay. Um, yeah, we're probably like a 20-minute drive from Durham. You've been there like a decade? 16 years. 16, 16 years? Yeah. Yeah, my oldest is 17, and we moved here when she was one. Oh, wow. You have four children, is that correct? I do. That's amazing, yes. Lisa. Congratulations. Amazing, crazy. Are you it's... tired? <laughs> What'd you say? Are you tired? Uh-huh, all the time. <laughs> I love, um, I, I was Facebook stalking you, and I loved your status about Remember when Prince changed his name? Maybe <laughs> I'm going to change my name to not mom so I won't have to hear it a million yes. times a day. So yeah. which one of the kids is probably going to attend Shenandoah? Uh, honestly, the 12-year... Well, she's almost 12. 12-year-old. 12 she She's gotten really into dance lately. And she was like, wait, does that school have a dance program? <laughs> um, yeah, so she would be the one. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you originally from? I'm originally from Catonsville, Maryland. Um, oh my God. So it's really close to Baltimore. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, wait, that's wait, wait. I... So I'm leaving Virginia, driving up 95. Not too far from Columbia. Yeah, it's, 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 past... it's just a little bit above Columbia. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which you, you were at Toby's for a, a hot second, weren't you? Yes. Um, after Theater 4, I did the longest run ever of The Unsinkable Molly Brown. Um, I guess, was that like when they, was it called like their kids show season? Like when all the tours would yeah, come in like to DC? Yes. I mean, that show, it felt like it was like, I mean, I guess it wasn't, but it seemed like it was like six months of a run. Well, it was unsinkable. <laughs> so clearly it did not I mean, but you know what you made some money i did i you did some money and clearly currently with four kids you might think about maybe doing an unsinkable version this, this I summer unsinkable <laughs> i i think it's so interesting and very shenandoah like of toby's to run a show like the very rarely done unsinkable Molly Brown. That's like doing Bloomer Girl for six months. <laughs> I like, was just gonna, I knew you were gonna go there with that. <laughs> can 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 uh, can you can you anyone name a song from Unsinkable besides Unsinkable? Like it's probably a theme song. But is there a song that we should know? Is she the one that was on the Titanic? Yeah, she, yeah she they was. said that she was on the Titanic. Yes, I mean, yeah, there was a scene in the on the Titanic with um Kathy, Kathy Bates. Bates. Well, no, I mean in, in the, the show. show. In Toby's show, they rolled us across. I was in a boat for like two seconds um, with a culture. <laughs> no, she's saying, I'm Kathy Bates. <laughs> oh my gosh, Toby's. And then you also did um, Number of the Stars. Oh yeah, that's right. I've How did you guys know that? I've forgotten about that one. We do yeah. lots of research here. We have a library. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't know if I did that one once or twice like i might have done that one is number of stars had a true story no no it's not but it but it's taught in a lot of schools so it it was a good that was a really that was a good show i'm like, thinking of the true good... story about the doctor oh um the other one they do a lot um and frank no no, it, no it's a ben oh god the guy who went on to be oh like ben yeah he's trumpy crazy and up. crazy ben. And... Um, ben Carson. Ben Carson. Yeah. yeah. There's a show about that ben Carson. one's true. That one's true. I don't know that they'd want to do that one anymore. I don't think they do. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a part of America that does want it done. <laughs> I'm sure there is. There's some there Thomas's is. I know that would like to see that show. Uh, Lisa, when was the last time you were in Maryland? Um, actually, my mom and my sister and I went. Um, this is dark, but my my father uh, passed away. And he was, we didn't really have a relationship. So my sister had his ashes and we needed to spread his ashes and we had it all during COVID, but we didn't want to travel. And my sister had thought like a good memory we had with him was uh, going to Patapsco State Park. So we, my mom and my sister and I went to Patapsco State Park and spread his ashes. And that was the last time, that was last summer, I think. Yeah, wow. that was last summer. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, even well, though it was a difficult relationship, I'm sure. Yes, I mean honestly, we had we had thought he had passed. It was it was just a long drawn out thing, but it ended up being. It could have been like a comedy show trying to spread these ashes. My the bag fell in the river in the water, and my sister's I'm like holding on to her leg so that she's not going to fall off the rock in the water. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> it sounds like a a, a nice short story. <laughs> Yes, it could definitely have. Yes. So did your family live with you in North Carolina? Actually, yeah, my mom retired here and my sister lives 10 minutes away. When we moved here. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, my my I think my husband got a job first 
and then my sister and my brother-in-law started thinking, well, maybe we will go too. And my mom said, well, if you both go, I'll retire there. And so my sister and I went first. And then a couple of years later, my mom retired here. So oh, we're all beautiful. here. The gang's all here. So no reason to go back to the MD. Not really. No, I mean, my, my mom has a sister there. We have some family there, but not, not often. I have a question. Sure. Do your kids have an accent? No. Actually, they were talking about that the other day um, because they get annoyed sometimes with really strong accents. But no, they do not. That's that's interesting. I'm always fascinated because I moved from St. Louis to uh, Atlanta, but I was an older child and I was always so afraid that I was <laughs> going to just suddenly have this Southern accent. Well, Raleigh, though, I mean, it, there's it's not most of the like I teach and most of my students don't have accents. It's not like North Carolina, like it's, <laughs> it's a metro metropolitan area. It is. And there's, it's very, there's lots of transient. It's very transient. So it, you don't hear super strong accents often in this part of the state. Well, I was born in Southwest <laughs> Pennsylvania, so I had to work on my accent for many years. So I didn't sound like all my relatives. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we not just segue right into our accents and dialects class? Yes. <laughs> Wait, do y'all do y'all remember? We it? have not talked about do you remember accents the, and dialects. Wait, do you who, remember the cassette? We had cassette tapes that yes. we listened to. Wait, who was who was your teacher? Do you remember? I don't know. Who was our, with the mustache? Yeah. No. Well, yeah, but he Robert McNamara. Yes, yes. Yeah. that's who I had. Yes. Oh my uh -huh. gosh, and he also was a director here in DC at Cena Theater. Yeah. Oh. And I don't remember actually learning anything in the class, but sort of like make, it was sort of felt like gym. Like you didn't, you kind of cared, but you kind of didn't. It did feel like gym. You're totally, that's a great Yeah, you're kind of looking to accents and dialects. I don't care if I do it or not. <laughs> he also- um, That was kind of a lot of classes though. That's probably why I still can't do a really good Riley accent. Riley or Raleigh? Both. <laughs> I, I can do both accents, Steve. Uh, Steve, so Robert, Robert um, McNamara taught directing my year because I guess like Hal was like, eh, on it, don't want to do it. And so <laughs> done it. All I remember about Robert McNamara is that I directed a scene from the women and he was like, oh, yes, now we're going to talk about Stephen's directing scene of the women. Um, <laughs> he was working on the women. And he would always do that. And Danielle Ferretti mean? and I and, and Liz Albert would just look at each other like and jump every time he said it. I think he was working on a dialect. He was working on accents <laughs> on the wrong syllable. Um, well, in music, they have accents over notes that you're supposed to do louder. Yeah. Maybe it was over women. He was a creepo. We also had Brad Stoller for contact improv. Oh, that yeah, was a weird him. class. That was weird. Yeah. It was like roll over we my body. Shaggy. We did call him Shaggy. Yeah. yeah. I just you know remember what? being in a circle and passing the movement. For yes. Class. It was like, do something weird and pass it on. <laughs> I, I remember passing gas when I had to like roll <laughs> over his body because he'd be like, no, climb on me and roll naturally. And I think I farted. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah, because I had just come from the snack shack and had mozzarella sticks for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird class. It was really weird. Yeah, I remember just kind of like falling asleep and thinking, why am I here? <laughs> um, Lisa, this is a subject that's come up a few times, but uh, performance forum. Yes. 
Um, I suspect you were a regular attendee and very um, honorable about your attendance. Is that correct? Well, I mean, I passed it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I was honorable. Monica was saying like that she and Melanie one day were like playing like Game Boy, which was like, you know, the 90s cell phone. <laughs> right, right. And, and she's like, I'm mortified now thinking back. What was I doing? I wasn't honoring and respecting those people. But maybe if they made it like not ma mandatory, we would have cared about going. And I said, no, we probably wouldn't have. No, we were self-absorbed. And well, remember how nothing was really ever explained. You knew you had to go. You didn't know exactly what to expect. And then they would, you know, they shut the doors, turn out the lights. You see a performance and occasionally think to yourself, what am I, what am I watching? Right. Yeah. Salt peanuts. Salt you know what? Peanuts. I just remember that. You remember how you had to turn in those tickets? Mm -hmm. Like, who did that? Like, whose job was it to count the tickets and put it into, like, that your attendance and your grade? Like, that that was, must have been, like, a Sue job. Robinson. So that's what that oh, was. Oh, she we did that? To, I'm we, guessing. We, I'm, I assign everything to her. I don't know. <laughs> we didn't have to get anything signed. It was just a ticket. We, we had, yeah. And sometimes if you left early, you gave your ticket to somebody else and said, turn in my ticket. Turn, oh, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you got it at the end. I don't know. But I know there was a ticket. Yeah. And it had to be approved in someone with, like, someone's signature or something. Yeah, something like that. And the other half of the torn tickets were put into little containers that if you were very savvy, you could grab those. And just use that one. Just saying, I've, I <laughs> won't confirm or deny I did that. But uh... you know, Friday nights, there was a 50-50 raffle. Right. <laughs> hey, um, Lisa, how did you, I mean, I know that you were kind of maybe an hour and a half away from SU. Mm -hmm. How did you uh, find SU or was there other options for you in your life? Um, you mean like what other schools was I looking at? Yeah. So I know like, like, you know, they came around with little catalogs and stuff. And I remember seeing it in a catalog, but actually my mother, so my mother was a teacher and too, and she um, used to help she didn't direct, but she would assistant direct a lot of the shows at the school that she was at. And I, and she would go see her students in shows outside of school. And I remember there was a student, I think his name was like Craig Myers. Um, he's much older than we are. Like he wasn't there any time or even before we were there. Um, but I remember he went there and we had seen him in a dinner theater show and I had seen the, the school in a catalog and my afterwards, my mother, we went up and talked to him and we were, we mentioned that I was looking there and he had good things to say about that was really the only like person I kind of knew with the school, but I was really, I lo looked at a lot of schools because a lot of this, my like circle of friends were all looking at the same major. Um, so I was looking at Catholic U um, and then another school that, it kind of came down to Shenandoah and there's a school in um, Staten Island called Wagner. Um, and that those were Shenandoah and Wagner were my top two. Um, but there was just something kind of about Shenandoah that I just felt more at home there. Did the location have something to do with it? Oh yeah. Like my mom, we went to Wagner and I auditioned at Wagner and my mom was a single parent. And I remember her driving me to New York and like being scared, like, cause she did not know where she was going. We were supposed to, you know, on those audition weekends, you go back and you see the show in, in the evening. 
and we had gone to dinner, like an early dinner. We were going to go back and see whatever show it was. And she got completely lost. Like we barely made it back to the hotel. <laughs> so um, that location definitely. And and I think, I mean, money, like Shenandoah did have a better package, like money wise. Catholic Especially U was way, yeah. And Catholic U was just way too expensive. I mean, that was a good location, but their package was not good. For... Well, did you grow up Catholic? I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So why is the most most wealthiest most wealthiest one of the wealthiest like He's forming his thoughts. religions his steam is coming out of his ears. Go ahead. Why mm -hmm. is the university so expensive? Catholic U? Yeah. I mean location. Every well no, everything with the Catholic Church is expensive. Every, I mean everything like we've especially raised... legal fees. <laughs> we've raised the girls catholic to an extent and like right now our littlest is getting ready for first communion and i mean just just to receive the sacrament it's you know hundreds of dollars for this hundreds of dollars what? for that what yeah, it, yeah just just to like take the little class or you know the sacramental fee they charge you for everything i had no idea i'm, I'm guessing that's why they're they have money well, you know that I was raised Catholic until we switched had to pay. Until well, we didn't have to pay in Pennsylvania <laughs> in the eighties. So you thought? Well, maybe that's because they had to offset lawsuits. I don't know, but um, <laughs> we switched to Methodism like four years before I went to Shenandoah. So it just kind of, and it wasn't like because we wanted to get a discount. Right, it was right. just like my preacher, uh, the preacher's uh, daughter, was my best friend, Jenna Reamer. And she went there, and so I went with her, and mm -hmm. it was convenient that we had uh, a little Methodist discount, but that's so interesting. I didn't know that that was like a charged thing for sacrament and everything. Yeah, it's it's expensive. Yeah, it is. That's incredible. Well, back to Shenandoah, I, yeah, I yeah. do think driving, you know, kind of down Route 50 or 81, whichever way you hit Shenandoah, you do kind of have just like one route to get you there. When you do get there, you kind of arrive at this little itty bitty oasis in the valley. Mm -hmm. There's a stinky old duck pond. <laughs> what? There is? Ryan. Yes, there is. I don't remember. And that. you, uh, you know, you arrive there and it feels kind of like you're weeping willow trees. It feels, yeah, weeping willow. It feels like it's familiar, even yeah. though you haven't been there before. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. cry under the weeping willow? I mean, I know I did many times. No, I did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would sit there a lot, though. Oh, it was great. It was wonderful. Beautiful. <laughs> that and the benches in front of the library. Marcus and I used to go down there and drink beer on the first nice day of the year and skip classes. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We call it, oh, it's an in front of the library day. <laughs> so pretty, uh, let's just rewind just a minute. So uh, pre-choosing your colleges, what was... Uh, a young Lisa, like getting into as far as music or dance or, or whatever, like what brought you into the arts world? I mean, my mom really, like, she just raised us that way. I, I mean, I was never a dancer, but she definitely had us in dance very young. Um, actually, the woman who ran the studio, like taught her dance when she was younger and she just still was doing it. Um, and then like, like I said, she assistant directed a lot of shows um, I remember coming to rehearsals with her uh, one year. She did Annie one year. She did Wizard of Oz. And 
like they have like Saturday rehearsals and I would just love to go just watch. Um, so even like really young, like I remember her, I mean, she would play Evita and Jesus Christ Superstar and Annie and like records in our house and in our car. Um, that's like what she would play all the time. So she definitely had us exposed to it really young. Um, and then actually Nancy Friedrich and I knew each other before going to Shenandoah. We did, um, there was, yeah, Nancy, <laughs> there was a little, um, there was a little theater. It was actually called the little theater on the corner in Ellicott city, right on oh. main street. And, um, there was this amazing woman who used to do, she had a group called kids on stage and a group called teens on stage. And she would do full Broadway shows with kids and teens all year long. Um, during the school year, it was more like smaller musicals, but every summer it was a big Broadway musical. Um, so that was a big inspiration, like in my like kid teenage years. And then, you know, high school, I was always, I didn't do sports or any of that. I just did the shows and choir and all of that. I got to love a uh, business or, or somebody that names something and there's no tricks to it. It's like kids on stage, <laughs> teens on stage. You know, little, what you're doing, little right? theater on the corner. Yeah, yeah. 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 She was great. And, and so when you got to Shenandoah um, as a freshman, little baby, Lisa, <laughs> like what, what were your first impressions in the first, like, I mean, we can all kind of, recall that butterflies in the stomach oh my god i have freedom i'm like on my own or the first day in lindy's class you're like um what is she I, doing no not what is she doing i was saying like um i don't think i belong here <laughs> what was what was like the first uh chunk of college like for you like let's say the first week or so do you remember like being nervous scared did you make friends quick like what was it the adjustment period I mean, like, yes, quick being a week, but I remember the first week, like, I remember calling my mom crying um, because... Under the weeping willow tree? <laughs> no, she didn't have a cell phone. No, right, in Racy, right? <laughs> for my little phone in my dorm. Um, but I just remember... She has your Game Boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember, like, I don't know, going to... I don't know if it was like an open mic night and seeing like all the upperclassmen or going to like an Alpha Psi Omega show, but it just seemed like everybody was so close and knew each other and you were like here and knew nobody and felt so not in, you know, coming from being a senior in high school where like you're, you're the top dog and then going and, and just feeling so out of sorts and and not knowing where your place was. It didn't take long. Like, I mean, I would say within the first week it got better, but I do remember like those first couple of days, I think they did back then like orientation. If you're a freshman, those first couple of days. Is yeah. there also like a back to school, like Alpha Psi Alpha show? Psi yeah. show. Yeah. And I think, cry. yeah, I just remember like all of these people, like, and they've been here and they know each other and I don't know anyone. And like, they're all really good. And what am I doing? And, um, yeah, that's kind of my first memories. But then, like, quickly made a group of friends that I still have today. <clears throat> I wish we would have all known that we were all having the same thoughts. Yeah. You know I mean, wouldn't that have been great if we all were like, well, oh, I, I feel <clears throat> the same way. What, what well, I would say. Do you want to hear my thoughts, like, tonight of how I feel so we can all catch up about how I feel right now? Sure. No, no. 
Oh. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, what I was going to say is that it was actually upperclassmen like my Alpha Psi big sister um, who came and visited me in my room, Shelly mm-hmm. Burke, yeah. and, and like made me feel like, oh my God, I, I have somebody looking after me. And Mine that was yes. joy. Yours was Joy? Joy doing, yeah. yeah. Mine was Brian Hellman. I love Brian. Oh, yeah. my God, oh, Brian. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but it's it's the smallest gestures like that that just yeah. kind of make you feel like oh okay i'm gonna be all right yeah yes um so what was okay so you were at wait a minute didn't something happen to brian hellman i feel like yes like yeah i think yeah. he's okay he's, he's okay. okay yeah there was like oh. a gofundme he, had he got like a, hit yeah. by a car i think car, yeah. yeah that's what it was yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah. have to say i'm not trying to make this a debbie downer but you know it is it is weird as any human being, for any human being, but it's really weird to think that there are people of our same age. I was always a little bit older than everyone, but um, to think of people that we went to school with that are no longer with us, it just doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I have, I mean, not to go even further down, but the older we get, the, the more that's going that's, to start happening, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. What I was going to say, taking it in a total U-turn. Um, so Good for you. Uh, shut up. Um, so at Shenandoah, what were some of the highlight uh, performing like shows that you did while you were there that you can remember that like you, you just had a good time or were, they were notable? Weren't we married in Damn Yankees? Am I remembering that correctly? No, I w- didn't do that. That was summer, right? I didn't do that summer. Oh, you didn't do that summer? No. There was something where we were like partners. Well, who was it that you were equating to Lisa? <laughs> I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Maybe like... I don't know, maybe in Jesus Christ Superstar, like the Apostle and the Apostolettes or something. Oh, maybe. right, 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 right. Yeah, maybe. maybe. That's the I only one I can right. think of. I think you're right. Um, I don't know. I think it, like when I, when I look at the experience as a whole, I have great memories. And, but like, I think overall, it didn't turn out the way I thought it would as far as <laughs> like shows went. Sure. Um, I think I learned more and got more out of working with Lindy in, in children's shows than I did in the main stage musicals. Um, I think that's the main theme of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What, what? I mean, like my big role, Lindy. like my big senior role was Bloomer Girl. Like that, like the mother in Bloomer Girl. Like that was my Wait, highlight. What, what's that show again? Bloomer <laughs> Girl. Shut up. We, we've no. said it five million times. Do you know, I don't think I ever worked with Lindy Herman. What do you mean? Oh, and on a I show? Think, I don't think she ever directed me. Yeah, yeah Oliver. Oh. She directed yeah. Oliver? Oh, she did. That's right. But you know what? Because I was, you know, not really in the show. I mean, I was in the ensemble. It was really me being with the choreographer, then Lindy being like, Matt, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe what you're feeling. <laughs> I, I remember doing the, um, what was the exercise where we were able to use a little bit of music and it was like our first big thing. It was, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. All I remember is I did something that I couldn't even tell you what it was. I and, remember that. So you don't remember something. Well, I, I did something unimpressive oh. and she, I'll, I'll never forget her critiques because they could eviscerate you. Oh my God. <laughs> But for the better. But at the same time, give you hope. Well, this was low on hope. 
so I was a young gay in the 90s. Uh, I was like wearing all kinds of crazy shit to class and like so it, nothing has changed yes it has you still are <laughs> young gay. i'm not a young gay i'm an old gay you're wearing boots and a dungeons and dragons shirt shut up anyway i i i remember finishing and she she looked at me for a long time and inhaled slowly <laughs> and she said steven i take you to be very uh and looked me up and down free with yourself in real life I wish you'd find that freedom on the stage. <laughs> and that, that was the best thing ever because it freed you and now you're a star. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a star in this living it room. It was a backhanded compliment. Yeah. Really. I mean, really. It, it really meant you dress like such a slut. I wish you could <laughs> actually be open on stage. <laughs> it, it opened me up. Yeah. It could have been worse. You could have said, Stephen, do you like to cook? Steven, put some clothes on. No one <laughs> wants to see that. Uh, Lisa, who was your voice teacher? Um, Michael Forrest. I actually changed my major, so I didn't have to keep taking voice, but I Is did. BFA Children's? I switched, yeah. But I did take with him. I just did it privately on my own, and I continued to study with him all four years. Uh, didn't he leave on sabbatical or something at some point? Yes. I think so. Did I? Was that when I was there? I don't Maybe know. Maybe I'm. It might have been where I just took a break for that time because I really just did it like for myself. Not it wasn't part of my major once I switched. Right. But I I do remember that, and I, I mean, he was always going back and forth to the Met between. Sure. SU, yeah. Wait, am I remembering correctly? Uh, Matt and I just kind of looked at each other. Is was the Children's Theater a BFA? Wasn't it? Uh huh. It was. Well. Yeah. Yeah, the, it was called, it wasn't called Children's Theater. It was called Theater for Youth, um, but it was a BFA. Yeah, it was yeah, different. Like, I think the, the just theater, it was a BA and theater, but then it was a BFA. And it was a newish. It was. They didn't even have it until my sophomore year. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting. We talked to Dan O'Brien last night. Oh, Dan. And, <laughs> and I'm hearing a lot of similar things between the both of you of like what you thought you'd end up doing mm -hmm. and what you went there for versus what you ended up doing yet that was really kind of okay and it better was, yeah yeah so what was the journey after Shandra? you said theater four then toby's yeah yeah theater four was first sleepy hollow it was yes it, i'm impressed you found all this <laughs> yeah it was uh sleepy hollow and then like i think for half the the tour it was that and then it changed to um a christmas carol around christmas time and i did not love that at all um <laughs> i just realized that whole like going in a truck and van and going all over the place was just i mean it was fine for what it was but it i did not love it um and then i moved back home and did toby's um and i it honestly like i was just looking for money um so during the day when i wasn't at toby's i would i substituted in howard county as just a substitute teacher um and then i ended up doing some long-term positions i you did thought in olney right i did eventually yeah mm -hmm. um and silver spring i did um there's another dinner theater that i don't even know if it's still there it was in frederick 
Maryland, the way off Broadway oh, dinner yeah. theater. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still there, but I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was a little teeny itty bitty one. And I did blood brothers there. Um, and I really, and I did, I think meet me in St. Louis there. Honestly, like I, I only had like about a year of trying to like make theater, like a living off of theater. And then I just was kind of panicky and just realizing like, I am the type of person that needs to have a paycheck and know how much it is and Amen. Have, uh, insurance. Like my journey did not take me years and years to find that out. It was literally one year. And then I started working at a Catholic school in Silver Spring. And I, I ran an after school drama program and taught during the day. And, um, and I did theater for fun. Like then I started working, I did, uh, I don't like a lot of these places. I don't even know if they're still there. Um, but I worked, when I was just doing it just for, for me and for fun, I did shows at cockpit and court in Baltimore. Um, there was a Montgomery playhouse in like, I think that was Gaithersburg, maybe, um, Kensington arts theater, which I think is called yes. something else now. No, it's still Kensington arts. Is it? Uh, we premiered a new, uh, one of our new works at Kensington. Oh, arts okay. Theater. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. all of those things were, I just got so much more out of it when I was just doing, like I could be picky about what I, like I'm not just doing chorus in Bloomer Girl. Like I, I'm, with, <laughs> you know, it could be picky about the shows and the roles and it was just for me, it was much more fulfilling than trying to just make a paycheck. Um, Wait, let's go back to you. Tell me it's not true. Is that Blood Brothers? Oh yeah, I love that show. Ma- is that a good show? Yes. I, really, I, I love that show. I love that show. Nobody does it though. I haven't. And seen why it is that? Because you have to have twins. Chris well, I'm actually, not. we no, you don't, because they're not. They're not like identical. We actually Dude. had twins who were amazing. They they had grown up at the theater, but you don't have to have twins. What? How often does that? Happen? I know. I they were home on college. They were very good. Um, you think Mark would? We're, wait, 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 wait one one second. <laughs> You don't remember the twins' names, do you? No. I mean, this was so long ago. No. <laughs> no, I was just wondering if it was the Gardner brothers. No, that doesn't sound like their last name. Because Maryland's, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so, All right, next question. No, 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 no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you I were, just, you were, oh, just, God. I was just saying I like the show. Okay. <laughs> so you were in the DMV area for like quite a few years after college, right? Oh yeah. So we graduated in, or I graduated in 98 and I was in that area until 2006, 2006. These are the things that what? make me so like upset at my younger self. Like, why did we never like, we've been here forever. Like we I'm never... guessing you got, we, you must've done the you must have done like the Toby stuff after me. Just right, right? after. Yeah. Stephen was being too free with himself <laughs> up until that point and didn't recognize others. I was being so free that I was at the burn bray. <laughs> it took me a while to class up to Toby's. Um, <laughs> we still are free. We don't have any money. <laughs> um, well, we're kind of free. We do live in America. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, we started, me and Steven started Toby's after Burn Break was the first show of like Joseph. 2000. And it was literally right after Beth went to, were you and Beth in the same show? No, no. But um, like Pam Peach did the wigs for um, 
Molly Brown. Oh, so, I love Pam Peach. I love Pam. Man, let me tell you something. I think I said this on the best podcast, but when she came out and did this little solo number in the musical to A Wonderful Life, I was like, who is that? She was <laughs> incredible. And I don't I know that I've that. ever seen her perform, but I've heard, because she was, I think she was Nancy and Oliver there too. I've heard she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted to, one more throwback comment to Bloomer Girl, because I can't say it enough. I wonder. You like to say Bloomer. I just wonder. With an accent. Stop talking so I can talk. I just wonder if now, if we looked at that show as adults, would it land any differently? Because it was about like women's rights and rights for uh enslaved people and i just wonder if we were just all like this isn't chicago i don't care about it no no it's a bad show no it's not a good show okay okay just wondering (laughs) just trying to play devil's advocate i mean i think we did with it what we could which is what we did with a lot of the stuff that he picked um yeah yeah you're right it's a bad show um okay so and then you you were also were did you you were in make it cheesy as well right no Mm -hmm. you were not no Oh my I, God, I'm leaving this interview. Take I have... it easy. That was, I know there's a lot of things I was called back for and I never got. So that was one that I, yeah, I was up for like whatever the mother, I always played the mother or the grandmother or the dying person. Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, one summer in SSMT, I played Miss Watson in Big River and then Miss Lynch in Greece. And then the grandmother in Cinderella. I didn't even know there was a grandmother, but there is. And then in Oliver, I died and was You're old Sally. Old Sally? Yes. He, so like, what literally... was he trying to tell you about yourself? <laughs> I'm tall. And if you're tall, you play old people. You play age. Yeah. 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 That's basically what <laughs> I learned. And, and then as a young person experiencing that casting, you're like, well, great. Um <laughs> Yeah. That has to be daunting on your psyche. Um, well, I think that's why I loved, like, after I left, after I did that whole year of whatever, I mean, I got to play Cinderella and Into the Woods. I got to play the lead in Baby. Like, I got to do parts that were my age, and I had not for so long. Right. Well, even, I, mean, I mean, I love Lindy, but even Lindy, like, I always was the old woman. Like that's the mother or the old woman or the grandmother, whatever was the old person. You were um, in Big River. You were what the look at here, Huck, look at here, Huck. That yes. do you want to go to heaven? Yes. Do you mm-hmm. want to go to heaven? No, yeah. that was Nancy. It was me and Nancy. She was the widow Douglas, and I was Miss Watson. So whatever. You two were the anchors of that begin. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. That was a yeah. fun show. It was. That was a fun show. Remember that Norman was, was the raft. <laughs> yes what did he do he what? was under the raft moving it the entire time how did he do that he stayed under the raft the entire show and moved it whenever they needed to move it because because we ca- didn't have hydraulics or because he was like had like strong and he could no the casters you know not trying to be funny the casters i think is what they called air casters and they were they it would move easily but they didn't have another way to move it because there was no other system <laughs> on the stage to pull the raft so norman was under and he would just move it around yeah, I was think he an apprentice or was that an ensemble job i hope he was an apprentice at least what was it? is that what <laughs> it was called when you were your first year when you weren't in the ensemble you were 
what were you called? Uh, you were called a paid. You were called a raft. <laughs> wow, talk about a terrible job. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. I mean, wow. I forgot that, but now that you mentioned that, I remember him joking about being the raft in Big River. Dude, I think he should do a cabaret. If he comes to this podcast, I'm gonna encourage him to do a cabaret called Under the Raft. <laughs> and it's it is his 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 perspective of a show that's happening without him while he's underneath pretending being walked on. Basically. <laughs> wow. I mean, this is the same business that really took people away from us like Judy Garland. So so Lisa, what what brought you, I, I mean, I know the, the story of uh, you moving to North Carolina and everything, but like your teaching started to kind of take over your life in a different way after you said the year of performing was like, all right, I need paycheck. I need. What stability. are you teaching? So I taught um, like primarily English. They call it language arts during the day. And then then I, I ran an after school drama program where we would do a couple shows a year, a talent show, like anything that would have to do with that, I would do. And it was all after school based. But then, then um, after I got married, I was there for like five years and they did good shows. Like, and I used a lot of stuff that we, like the first show I did, I picked Charlotte's Web and it was the version that Lindy had done when, when I wasn't in it, but when I was at Shenandoah, cause it was such a good version, I felt like I knew it well. And then I did a lot of like the junior musicals, Annie Jr., Godspell Jr., Music Man Jr. But then when my daughter, when we wanted to have kids, it's just really hard to teach all day and then stay after school and run a drama program. So I just, I wanted to just teach. And that's when I moved to Olney and just taught um, English there and really only for a year. And then my daughter was born and then my husband got a job in North Carolina and it was before the bubble burst and we, we owned a home in Maryland that we could sell and that we could move here and buy something bigger than what we were selling our little townhouse for. And I could stay home with my daughter. And I just, that's what I really wanted to do. So that's how that all, and, and I stayed home with my kids for 10 years um, with my girls. Oh, that's amazing. How old is your youngest? She will be eight in September. Oh my gosh. And your oldest, you mentioned, but say again, she will be 18 or she's 17. She just turned 17. Are so we're looking, first? we're looking at colleges. Like I, I, it's very weird now to go and be looking at colleges with her. You would not believe like what they have now and what we didn't have. And I mean, what you it can, costs. <laughs> oh yeah. But you could like our, remember when you did your laundry and you would uh, like somebody would take your drawers out of the washer if you weren't there in time to put it in the dryer yeah they there's an app for that now and like, you don't need quarters like everything that's part of your tuition is your laundry but everything's like on an app um it's like you can eat i mean anywhere on campus there's like food courts and this and that and it's crazy what all there is now at these schools well and when yes. i was in school i had to walk to the cafeteria <laughs> i sometimes have that? To I had, to turn I had to turn tricks to buy mozzarella sticks. <laughs> my book I mean, was not on my phone. <laughs> I hope they have something better at Shenandoah now than that snack bar. Uh, they do. They have that another snack cool. bar. It's really cute. Yeah. I work Now there. it is. You what? I worked there. At, at the, the snack first... bar? Yeah. Oh. 
I worked in the. Um, did you pick that? I, I did. I did. Pick that. Lisa, did you? I mean, I had that? a bunch of I had a bunch of work study jobs, but I would never picked the. I think that was maybe the tenth bad choice I made in my life. At that point. <laughs> I don't think there's just ten. I was. I lucked out. I worked in the. Uh, my work study was the box office, and that was like amazing. I had like five different work studies. Yeah, me too. I, I, I worked I in the bookstore. Oh my God, I would have loved to work in the bookstore. I worked in the library Why? for a little bit. I worked the in the library, the registrar, the yeah. um, some other office. I don't remember. Laura Wise and I worked, I think, at the School of Business. I mean, it was like every semester I had a different, oh, that looks fun. I'll switch to there. So wait, you've mentioned three daughters. Do you have a, a son? No, they're all, it's all girls. My all uh, girls. Wow. Abby is the oldest. She's 17. And then Lindsay is 15. I probably haven't said her name yet. Um, Kate is going to be 12 this month, next month. And Mary will be eight in September. When you get to the fourth child, do you like, just say, let's just call her Mary. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my grandmother's name. Okay. All right. So that's all family related. Yeah, and my husband's grandmother was Rosemary, so we... Oh, sweet. How'd you meet your husband? Um, when I was teaching in Silver Spring, uh, a co-worker, um, her husband worked with Brian. But it was a funny story. It was like a Seinfeld episode because she, she called me and she said, I want you to come to dinner. And then she said, I have somebody you want to, you to meet. His name is Brian. Well, there were two Brians there, and, and I didn't know which one the whole time. <laughs> And then finally we figured it out, but um, it, it was literally like, she was like, did you like him? I'm like, I don't know which one he was. <laughs> I hope he was this one, but does Brian play a, uh, an instrument? No, Brian was like so far from, he, he was a sports guy. He's a sports guy. So when you talk about um, on the unsinkable Molly Brown, he also probably can't name a song. No. <laughs> He did, I mean, he he knows things from going to buy stuff. Um, oh, and he knows now the hit called Hamilton. Yes. And he, I, he, knows, he knows now not to call intermission halftime. <laughs> <laughs> so what does he do in sports? I mean, just watches them. He, he, like, <laughs> he, he was an athlete growing up. He played basketball, tennis, um, cross country. He didn't, he didn't play sports in college because he wanted to go to NC State, and if you want to play sports at NC State, you're almost like Olympic level. I mean, it's they're crazy good at sports. Yeah, Michael Jordan played there, right? Oh, did he? No, I don't. It think was he another. Did. It was North Carolina. No, he played at Carolina, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but all of the ACC schools, like you, got to be crazy good to go there. Do you guys have big uh, summer plans? We're going to Disney. Yeah, Disney World. Disney World. Disney World. Yes, we're going we have to, to pay World. for the park separately, right? Uh, we have to pay for a lot of things. Yes. Look up Jenny Cartney. I know she works there, right? Yeah. Listen to her podcast. Yeah, yes, I did. Podcast. I did. I did. Yeah. Well, I forget where she said she works in a shop or something. I think. Yeah. One of the shops. I'm just, I'm flabbergasted that a family of one, two, six, six people. How much money you have to spend to be able no, to? No, you don't. You don't want to know. We actually, <laughs> though, we do have a Disney Visa card, and we haven't gone since Mary was a baby. And so I have enough like Disney dollars, which is really just like money at Disney World. It's like cryptocurrency. I guess maybe it's just. <laughs> um, but I have enough of that to cover at least like 
like probably food and parking, which sounds like not that much, but it, it will be. Um, Astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a fun summer trip. It's not expensive, but um, <laughs> how, how, how affected were, was everybody with the, the whole pandemic? Uh, I oh. mean, it was like, so with four girls, they were, we were at three different schools and three different plans. Like Mary was with me at the school that I teach at. And then Lindsay and Kate were at a charter school. And Abby was at her public high school and every single school had a different plan. It was insane. We just paused like, like they did on Fox. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no. I, I didn't know if it was going to continue or not. Um, no, it was just, it was crazy to try and like, we, I was, we were in person the whole time. My, I mean, besides the March shutdown, nobody was there for that, but um that next year after the March shutdown, starting in August, Mary and I were in school the whole year. And then the others were virtual, half virtual, sort of virtual in school for three days a week for two hours. It, it was just, I, if I, my mom wasn't here, I don't know how I would have done it. So what kind of things were you, uh, were, was your family watching and getting you through the pandemic or reading or did everyone take cooking mm -hmm. lessons online? I'm trying, well, yeah, <laughs> cooking lessons online. Um, I'm trying to think like watching wise, I don't know that if we, oh, you know what? During the pandemic, that's when Brian and I did um, Schitt's Creek. That's when we binge watched Schitt's Creek during, during that time. Yeah. Okay. When you watch Schitt's Creek at first, you're kind of like, okay, man. And yeah. then it just becomes, oh like, my God. So yeah. funny. Yeah. I think we had started it before, like the Christmas before the pandemic and we were like, it's funny. But then like when you really, it's amazing. Like, oh my God. Is it because you need to get to know the characters? Yes. I think 100%. so. Yeah. yeah. Cause because now I go back and rewatch them. Like, like I just, I at just first, love that show. At first they seem vapid and self-involved and you're kind of like, I don't care about you, but they have to do that so they can change. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when they change is like, when you're like, I would, I just want to spend all the time with these characters mm -hmm. watching yeah. them realize what is important in life and what isn't you know mm -hmm. in a hysterical way folding in the cheese <laughs> what were your kids uh watching were they did you watch something over and over and over again as people tend to do with children no not well they're at such a like stretched out age like yeah they're all over the place age wise there was some teenage there was someone, I don't know if this was during the pandemic or not, that girls had me watch was a girl who like, she was with this teacher and you thought, I, it, she was like held up in her house and you thought that she was being kidnapped, but she wasn't really, you thought she was in the basement being kidnapped, but she wasn't. I can't remember. It's a teeny bopper show. <laughs> I can't remember the name. You just said teeny, teeny bopper, bopper in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um. I can't remember the name of it now. They're going to kill me, but um, <laughs> that was one that I remember I watched with them. But they they all watch such different stuff. I mean, we all, I think everybody, Mary probably shouldn't, but everybody watches Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. God, that comes out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, is it tomorrow? Oh, God. Lindsay's going to be up probably. Does it come out at midnight tonight? Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. She'll be up. And both of the remaining episodes are like movie length. So Yeah, the last episode was like two and a half hours. So. Have you, have you yeah. seen it, Lisa? 
Yes, but but I have a very hard time staying awake in anything. Like, uh, it takes me a very long time to get through a show because I'll fall asleep and then have to go back and watch it the next day and the next. So day. when you answer my question of "Are you tired?" you answered um, like completely honestly. Yes, all the time. every day is like a Brad Stoller class. <laughs> Just laying there on the floor, wondering, what am I doing here? <laughs> well, Lisa, um, it's almost been an hour, so we're mindful of your time. We just wanted to uh, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, we have fun this summer. Thank um, you. It was it was like no time has passed at all. <laughs> I know. I know. It's um, been so fun ahead. to Sorry. listen to you guys. I, I love listening every week. I'm like, oh, I wonder who it's going to be this week. I love listening to it. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. It's, well, this week it's you and Dan O'Brien. And before Aww. that, we just talked to Robin Higginbotham. Yes, Oh, fun, Robin. Yeah. That'll be coming soon when we can get Rick Wesley to appear in the same week so we can pair them together. But <laughs> So fun. So we're just fun. forcing people to speak with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell us, what was your biggest strength and your weakest weakness in college? <laughs> what was my best role? What did you think of my uh, superstar mix? <laughs> Isn't that horrible to be like, hey, so how was I? <laughs> well, you Matt, Matt you'll love this. I told my mom I was talking to you guys tonight. I don't think Stephen, I don't think she remembers you because you were a couple years younger. I was too free. Yeah. Too, yeah. And But when I said Matt, she goes, oh, Matt. She goes, you know, Laura loved, my sister loved Matt. Loved Matt. <laughs> she was like, whenever we would go see a show, is Matt going to be in? What's Matt playing? Oh my God, that's so cute. It was all the eyeliner. <laughs> that was to yeah, hide. Those eyes popped. That was yeah. to hide the tears. That's right. <laughs> all right, we love you, Lisa. Love you guys. Thank yes, you so much. Yes, you. and tell your sister and your mother I love them. I will. All right. Bye. 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 All right, Lisa, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time and... That was a good time. Catching up. Yeah, I had fun. I think we all had fun. We could have talked longer. We could have talked all, all night. night. We could have talked all night. So, um, if you want to learn more about us, please visit www.connersmithmusicals.com. That's Connor with an E-R. Please find us on social media under Connor and Smith on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Again, with an E-R on Connor and Smith. Please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us out a lot. Share it where you share things. Post it where you post things. Join the Discord discussion and add your favorite photos of the era got, uh, bygone. Um, I can't talk. <laughs> of the bygone era days photos of you know oh my god matthew stop watching tiktok i can't find the video well no. don't look for it now if anyone out there finds the video of uh, this fabulous woman who i probably should know her name impersonating all of these people and i can't yeah, even that's remember very very specific of you they're gonna find the and video. she's being interviewed by joy Joy who? I don't know. Oh, Matt. All right. If you want to join the Discord discussion, please do. Descriptions in the podcast. If you want to add songs to the Spotify playlist, you can do that as well. Um, and other than that, uh, have a great um, 4th of July weekend. I know it can feel like there's not much to celebrate these days, but, um, but, but you know, fight the good fight. Uh, protest, vote, do anything you can if you are unhappy 
which I believe most of you are. Um, but at any rate, uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye! Bye.